In this movie, you use TextPlus to display and update scene data such as object transforms, parameters, or time information. This is done through a feature named Value as Text, which is part of the TextPlus entity. As TextPlus is relatively new, you need 3ds Max 2016 extension 1 or newer to access it. Let's take a look at a very simple example. Make sure 3ds Max's display units are set to generic and that the system units are in inches. This is the default setup. Create a sphere and next to it create a text plus entity on the XZ plane. For more information on basic text plus manipulation, watch the movie named Using Text Plus Overview on this channel. Change the text to read radius colon. Adjust the size if you need to. You're about to wire the text to the sphere's radius. For that, click the Set Value as Text button. A dialog appears. You have the option to work with scripts or expressions. Either will work fine for something as simple as a sphere radius. Choose Expression and then click the Value from Scene button. Click the sphere in the viewport and then choose Object Sphere Radius. In the Modify panel, set the cursor after the word Radius, add a space for good measure. Click the Insert in Text button. The defined value or expression is added and is now visible in the viewport. You can display it in various ways whole and real numbers being the most commonly used. If you were to select the sphere and change its radius, the text updates accordingly. If you decide to use display units other than generic, say meters for example, then you have the option of displaying the information in that unit measure. Okay, now that we've covered the basics, let's take a look at a more interesting scenario. Open the file named telemetrystart.max that you downloaded for this tutorial. A download link can be found in the description of this movie. The scene shows a race car lapping a tri-oval racetrack. Play the animation to see the effect. The car is linked to a point helper, which is constrained to the path that goes around the track. The idea here is to create a text plus entity that you can use to extract telemetry data from the car, such as lap time and speed. Lap time is relatively easy, so we'll start with that. First, you need to create the text entity. You'll create one and use it as a heads-up display that shows in the driver's view at all times. Stop the playback and go to frame 0. Right-click the camera trackside view and turn it into a left view by pressing L. Turn it to wireframe mode by pressing F3. Again, make sure you are at frame 0. Adjust the view so you can see the car better. Create a text plus entity in auto mode right above the driver's head. You'll need to make it significantly smaller so use a size value of about 0.03 meters. 
change the blimp view into a front view and again use it in wireframe mode. Adjust the position of the text in both views so you can finally see it in the driver's view. Once it's done, link it to the point helper so that it travels with the car. Test the results. Go to the Modify panel to make further adjustments. This is also where you need to set the variables. Change the text to read lap time colon. In fact, we kind of know the lap time already since it takes 600 frames for the car to finish one lap. At 30 frames per second, that's 20 seconds altogether. Still, you will display this information in a stopwatch format. Click the Set Value to Text button to access the dialog. Change the name of the variable to Lap and press Enter. Insert the value next to the lap time label. You still need to define the formula. Select Expression and then click the Edit button. There is a built-in variable named F that is hardwired to the current frame number. In the Expression box, type F and then click the Evaluate button. Scrub the animation and see the text value update with each passing frame. Not bad, but to simulate a stopwatch, you need to convert the frames to seconds. Since we are using an NTSC signal, in this case, or 30 frames per second, divide the formula by 30 and click Evaluate again. Switch the display to real number with a whole value of 2 as you won't exceed 20 seconds. You can also add a seconds suffix to the label. Close the expression dialog and scrub the animation to see the results. Not bad, but let's do one better. Let's add speed to the lap time. Even though the point helper was constrained to the path, it is not traveling at a constant speed. The animation curve was adjusted slightly so the car slows down for the turns and picks up speed on the straights. In order to display that information, you need to calculate the difference in travel distance between one frame and the next. For that, you first need to know the total length of the distance traveled. This is the length of the path around the track. This is a constant value that can be found by using the Measure tool in the Utilities panel and then clicking on the path. The total length reads 1582 meters.062. Write down this value, you will use it in a second. You also need the distance traveled by the car at any given frame. This is a variable based on the percent value the point helper has traveled on the path. You need to extract that information. Make sure the text plus entity is selected and that you are in the modify panel. Also make sure the edit value as text dialog is displayed. In the modify panel, add the label speed kilometers per hour before lap time. Also add a few spaces to separate the two. 
In the Edit Value as Text dialog, create a new value called Speed. Make it a three-digit whole number and insert it between the Speed colon and kilometers per hour labels. It's not active yet, but you're about to build the necessary formulas. Choose Expression and then click the Edit button. In the Edit dialog, start by creating a value for the path length you extracted earlier. Create a scalar variable named TOTL for total length. Click the Assign to Constant button and type in the value 1582.062 returned earlier. Now create a new scalar variable named C underscore pause for current position. This is to determine the current position of the point helper on the path. With the new variable selected, click the Assign to Controller button. Browse to the point zero zero one helper and find the path constraint percent track and select it. Now in order to calculate the speed difference, you also need the position of the point helper on the previous frame. Create another variable named p underscore pause for previous position. Assign it to the same percent controller, but in order to offset it to the previous frame, you need to adjust the tick offset value. There are 160 ticks for one frame, so by setting the tick offset value to minus 160, this variable will query the percent value one frame earlier. You are now ready to enter the expression, which is the distance of the current frame minus the distance of the previous frame. The distance of the current frame is the total length of the path multiplied by the percent value reached at the current frame. In terms of the variables you created, that would be TOTL times CPAUSE. To this, you need to subtract the distance traveled on the previous frame, or dot L times C pause minus dot L times P pause. If you were to evaluate the expression at this time and scrub the animation, you would see some result. The numbers, though, are pretty low, with values hovering around two or three units. That's because the end result is currently calculated at a distance per frame ratio, or meters per frame, if you will. There are a thousand meters in a kilometer, and there are 108,000 frames in one hour, 30 frames per second multiplied by 3,600 seconds. So, in order to convert the speed to kilometers per hour, you need to multiply the expression by 108, which is 108,000 over 1,000. Add open and close parentheses to the expression and append that with a star 108. Evaluate the expression one more time and test the animation. Once you are satisfied, dismiss the dialogues and make the necessary minor adjustment to text position, font, and material.
play the animation. As you can see, you can use TextPlus to tap into and extract variable data from the scene. This tutorial was just a taste of the possibilities, so it's up to you to get creative and hopefully share with us your own findings.